Swamiji, throughout the 20th century, truth was considered to be relative. Uh, my truth might be different from your truth. Does that make sense? Is that Well, it makes real? sense, but it makes wrong sense. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that truth is, truth is truth. A thing is or it isn't. But people have the idea that moral values, for example, um, they have one set of rules in Italy and another set of rules in America as to how you should behave. Those are superficial things. Those are, uh, for example, I was at the table one time in, in Rome and I poured the water of somebody with my hand backwards so as not to get my elbow on the person next to me in his face. And somebody said, if you did that in Naples, you get a knife between your ribs. Well, those are superficial rules. That sort of thing that the Italians do. <laughs> but the thing is that there are certain truths that are universal. Now, I saw a picture of cannibals once. I think they were in Papua New Guinea. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And they were all sort of gathered around a corpse. They were ha laughing and happy. But there was a very dark happiness in them. The thing is, you aren't made differently from me. They aren't made differently from me. We're all made basically by God, yes. We're all made basically of the same substance. We're all, we all are the same dream. And if we think more in terms of ego and what I want, then we will be less happy. So morality is that which will help you to expand your ego. They certainly did not look happy they looked gloating, but that was not happiness. It was a very dark kind of happiness they were expressing. And it convinced me, perhaps more than anything that I've ever seen, that mor moral values are not relative. They're only va relative superficially. People agree that this is right, but that doesn't make it right. Think of people dueling. What a silly thing to do. Somebody challenges you to a duel to protect his honor, so he proves himself a better swordsman than you. That doesn't prove your honor or his honor. There was an American, in America we don't have duels, thank God, and didn't have, but one American was challenged by a Frenchman to a duel, and the, because he was challenged, he had the choice of weapons, so he chose apple pie at ten bases. <laughs> <laughs> And another one was challenged, and he didn't know how to duel at all. It was the best duelsman and dueler in, uh, what's the word, in French, France. And, but the American didn't know anything about it, and he just went like this and beat the poor guy. <laughs> but I know my father once in Romania. I was born in Romania. My father was an oil geologist, and he was stationed over there. But he was challenged to a duel once. He simply ignored the man. I think we just have to ignore certain values that are not, that there's no value to them. There's no, nothing true to them. Let your definition of honor be yours, but I will choose my own. And I've always honored my father for that. He always stuck to what he believed was right. Even as a child, he entered a watermelon eating contest, the idea being that you would win if you ate the watermelon faster he thought, well, I'm not going to probably eat faster than anybody else. 
but I can enjoy my watermelon and it's free, so why not just sit here and enjoy it? So long after everybody had left and probably with a stomachache, he was still eating his watermelon. And I think we should decide for ourselves. But moral values are those which make you happier, those which may make you feel more fulfilled in yourself, those which make you feel that there is a sense of oneness with other people. Anything that expands your consciousness is morally right. It's wrong to steal because you're thinking of you. It's right to give. That's why Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. And I think that the word blessed can be made blissful. You feel more blessed in giving than in taking. And murder is wrong. Certainly it's wrong societally. But it's also wrong in yourself. When you destroy another person's life, in a sense you're destroying your consciousness of life. And it's even worse to kill yourself for the same reason. So moral values must be understood in terms of what they do for you. Some... Swamiji, I was wondering if, if we were to devise a moral code, would a good starting place be the yamas and niyamas, the Ten Commandments? They would be an essential beginning point. Yes, and the yamas and niyamas are a system of Patanjali in Italy, in India, but a very good system because it says ahimsa, nonviolence. You shouldn't do harm to anyone. You should be truthful. You should not take from other people. You should even be willing to give, not be attached to what you own. Be self-controlled. All these things. Be clean. Be uh, kind to others. Be in tune with the scriptures and what they say. These are all good truths. They're found in the, in the Ten Commandments too. You should honor your mother and father. There was a very interesting time. One time, uh, Dr. Lewis, he was the first disciple of my teacher, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda, and they saw a club-footed man. And uh, he asked him, why was he born with a club foot? Now, I know that some of our leaders, listeners don't believe in reincarnation. Well, let me just say for now that I do. Anyway, Yogananda, he asked Yogananda, why was he born with a club foot? Yogananda said, because in his last life he kicked his mother. <laughs> and the mother is the source of your life. And when you kick your mother, you're kicking, in effect, the source of your own life. So it's a sin. You should honor your father and your mother. And all the other truths, you should tell the truth. Because when you tell the truth, you're aligning yourself and attuning yourself to what is and not to what is not. Telling lies gets away from that. Swami, um, in honoring father and mother, are there limits to that? For example, someone who believes his father or mother is wrong in something. You know, I had a, a case like that because my path, my destiny was to find an Indian teacher. I was brought up in a Western home. I was brought up in the Anglican Church. <clears throat> I was brought up a Christian. And the thought of being a monk was far out enough. The thought of being a disciple of a guru was absolutely beyond the edge. And uh, 
I know that my parents would have objected vigorously. I had a very difficult time in the beginning because I didn't, it was a completely new thing to me. And God arranged it that my father was sent to Cairo to look for oil. The very day that I placed my mother on the ship was the day that I discovered Autobiography of a Yogi. It completely changed my life. I read that book and I took the next bus 3,000 miles, four days and four nights to Yogananda. That was over 63 years ago and I'm still his disciple. But the first words I said to him, I would never have imagined my saying to anybody. I said, I want to be your disciple. And I do. I believe in obedience to the right source. And my father and mother were wrong in these ways. They wouldn't have guided me rightly. So you have to honor them up to a point, but you have to finally follow your own conscience. And don't be blinded by tradition. Don't be blinded by what your um, father says. And uh, give me that old time religion. It was good enough for father. It was good enough for me. No, <laughs> follow your conscience. And ask yourself, is this right? Can I in my own conscience approve that this is what God is? You know, for many years, I didn't even believe in God. And uh, I tried through science, I tried through art, I tried through politics, I tried through all sorts of means, but nothing worked. I saw that everything without God was came to a dead end and i realized that without god there has to be there has to be a god there has to be and i remember wanting i remember going out into the night one time it was outside charleston south carolina and i said if there's a god what must he be like and i thought well i'm asking this because i'm conscious he has to be consciousness and if he's consciousness, then I must be a part of that consciousness. And if I'm a part of that consciousness, then the more I'm in tune with his consciousness, the more I have of what I want. And therefore my job in life is to find him. And I thought I was going crazy. I never, I didn't know that there have been saints in this world. I didn't know that people have found God. And I tried to escape that, but I just, I decided if I have to go crazy, I have to go crazy, but I must find God. And it was at that moment of desperation that I came upon Yogananda's book. It was the greatest moment in my life. Swamiji, you talked about the Ten Commandments being a good starting point for coming up with a code of morality. Even some of those things, though, would have to be somewhat relative. For example, um, thou shalt not kill, but if you have to defend your country or defend innocent people. You know, actually, the great sage in India made that a very a clear statement. He said it should be the intention. Sometimes you have to kill. You have to kill a rattlesnake if it's right there and threatening you. You have to kill mosquitoes, they could give you malaria. You have to 
you have to kill even um, people who are threatening. Supposing somebody comes to a village and wants, is killing everybody. Somebody asked Gandhi that question. Gandhi answered, I asked him, let him kill me first. Well, that's no solution. He could kill you and kill everybody else. You have to sometimes take a stand, but you don't have to wish harm to anybody. So thou shalt not kill ultimately means don't wish harm to anybody. Harmlessness means to be benevolent toward everyone. And yes, you can be benevolent even if you have to kill somebody in the name of war. You don't have to wish him ill, but know that, that uh, you're doing it because it's right. In uh, communism, for example, is an evil because it's against God. We have to fight communism. It's not just, you can't be passive, passive about this, but there must be no animosity there. We must do it to give our lives to God.